Hi babes, welcome to another episode of the Minds and Medicine podcast. How are you? How are we doing? I hope everyone's day is going just amazing and if not, don't worry. It will always get better. I'm your host Katie and I'm here to bring a little bit of my personal magic to the rest of the world. We have already discussed the first two universal laws in this podcast and it was the law of divine oneness and the law of vibration. Today we are going to talk about another one of the laws, the law of correspondence. So grab your favorite drink, make yourself comfortable and let's dive deep into it. The law of correspondence is an intriguing concept that originates from the realm of metaphysics and it has been explored by various spiritual and philosophical traditions. It suggests that there is a deep interconnectedness between different levels of existence, whether it be the macrocosm and microcosm, the inner and outer worlds, or the physical and spiritual realms. It's sim- in simple, simpler terms, the law of correspondence states that as above, so below. Imagine the universe as a magnificent tapestry woven with countless threads. The law of correspondence suggests that every thread in the tapestry is connected to another in some way, forming a vast network of relationships. This is the part connected with the law of divine oneness. These connections imply that what happens on one level of existence mirrors or corresponds to what happens on another level. This is the law of correspondence itself. To illustrate this idea, let's take a closer look on a few examples. Consider the human body. You know me, I'm a medical student, I love human body, so let's talk a little bit about that. So let's see the human body as a microcosm of the universe. According to the law of correspondence, the various systems and organs within our bodies correspond to different aspects of the universe. For instance, our circulatory system with its network of blood vessels can be seen as a reflection of the broader cosmic flow of energy. Similarly, our brain with its intricate neural networks can be viewed as a microcosm of the universal intelligence that permeates everything. Let's develop the idea of the brain as a universal intelligence reflection a little more. It does not necessarily mean that your brain is an exact replica or mirror image. Instead, it suggests that your brain with its sophisticated neural networks and capacity for consciousness 
is a microcosm that embodies certain aspects or qualities of the broader intelligence. In practical terms, this understanding can have a profound impact on our 3D reality. It implies that you possess inherent intelligence and creative potential within you. Just as the universal is vast, dynamic and constantly evolving, so too is your brain capable of growth, learning and adaptation. You have the ability to think, reason and make choices that align with the broader intelligence of the universe. Recognizing the reflection of universal intelligence in your brain can empower you to tap into your own initiate uh, wisdom and potential. It can inspire you to explore new ideas, expand your knowledge and develop your mental faculties. By nurturing and cultivating your mind, you can enhance your ability to understand complex concepts, solve problems and make many meaningful contributions to your own life and the world around you. So, what are some ways that help us to develop and nurture our creativity? As always, I have some action tips for you, so don't worry. The first one is freeform doodling. You try to set aside time to doodle without any specific goal or outcome in mind. Let your pen or pencil wander around across the page freely, allowing your imagination to guide the shapes and patterns that emerge. It can be completely abstract. This process can unlock new ideas and stimulate creative thinking. And it also helps to release stress as you are not focusing on the particular result. Second one is called reverse thinking. When you try to challenge yourself to approach problems or situations from a completely opposite perspective, instead of finding conventional solutions that come first to your mind, explore unconventional or counterintuitive paths. This can break the usual patterns of thinking and can lead to innovative innovative ideas. It is also good to consider some sides of the problem or situation that you haven't looked at before. Third one is random word association. I can't really speak by this point. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, so what it is, it starts with you choosing a random word and brainstorming a list of related or even unrelated words that come to your mind. Make connections and associations between the words even if they seem unrelated. 
you got to get there from like some point. There is some type of connection in your head. For choosing the first word, you can always just open the dictionary on a random page and point at one of the words with your eyes closed. And this exercise helps expand your mind's capacity for divergent thinking and making unique connections. And now we have analogous thinking. When you draw parallels between seemingly unrelated domains or objects, Take inspiration from fields outside your area or interests and explore how ideas, concepts or principles from one domain can be applied to another. This approach can foster fresh perspectives and novel solutions. Let's take dimensions as an example. They are usually seen as a concept from physics. But different spiritual belief systems see them as levels of consciousness, love, etc. The fifth technique is object transformation. You select an everyday object and brainstorm alternative uses or ways to repurpose it. Try to challenge yourself to think beyond its conventional functions and imagine how it could be transformed or applied in unexpected ways. This exercise encourages innovative thinking and stretches your creative muscles. And if you're going to pick an object that you don't need anymore or don't use anymore, you might even find a new way of upcycling it to get use of it, to get use out of it again. (laughs) Now, let's get to surrealist experiments. Embrace the spirit of surrealism and engage in creative experiments that defy logic and rationality. Combine unrelated elements, juxtapose unusual images or ideas, and let your imagination run wild. Surrealistic exercises can ignite unconventional thinking and open new creative pathways. You can, for example, work on that together with someone else. The first one will start writing the story, any story. After a sentence or few, you tell the other person only the last word. And it's their turn to write a sentence or two and tell you the last word when they're done. And repeat. I promise you that not only the outcome is going to be highly surreal, but you will also probably have a great laugh. Seventh technique is creative constraints. You place deliberate constraints on your creative process. For example, you set a time limit or you work with a limited color palette 
or you restrict yourself to a specific medium or technique. These limitations force you to think creatively within defined boundaries and can lead to unique solutions of situations, problems, you know the jazz. Probably my favorite one technique is body movement. Engaging in physical activities that involve expressive movement, such as dance, yoga, or maybe martial arts. I highly, highly recommend turning on some classical music and trying to express it with your body. This is actually how scenic dance improvisations work. Physical movement can stimulate different parts of the brain, enhance mind-body connection and unlock creative energies. And it will help you to get in touch with your unique flow. I've been a scenic dancer myself since I was four years old and nothing helps me to release as much as moving my body based on the impression that I get from whatever I hear at the moment. Ninth one is multi-sensory exploration. Engage in multiple senses simultaneously to stimulate creativity. Experiment with combining music, visual art, aromas, textures and tastes. Creating an immersive multi-sensory environment can inspire unique sensory experiences and trigger new creative insights. The last technique is mind mapping. Utilize, 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 yeah, <laughs> utilize mind mapping techniques to visually organize your thoughts and ideas. Start with a central concept or problem and branch out with associations, connections and related concepts. Mind mapping encourages non-linear thinking and enables you to explore and expand on different ideas. Remember that creativity flourishes when you allow yourself to think outside the box take risks and embrace the unconventional. These unusual approaches can help break through creative blocks, can spark new ideas and ignite your imagination. But most importantly, don't forget to enjoy yourself uh, during the process and let your creativity blossom and surprise you. And let's end the episode here. I challenge you to try at least one of the techniques that I've mentioned. And when you do so, share it. You can either send me a DM or just post it on your IG story and tag me. I would love to see all the different outcomes just as unique as every single of my listeners is. Thank you for your loyalty to the podcast. And if you've enjoyed it, I would highly appreciate it if you gave this show a five-star rating or even shared it with someone else so we'll have even more unique and original experiences 
added to the conversation. As always, it was an honor chatting with you and I'll talk to you soon. Love you so much.